So we have been given an enormous gift, which is so great that we really are quite nervous about how to use it. It's as if we had been uh, given a million dollars. A million dollars had been deposited into our account, and we were not quite sure how best to use it. And what am I talking about in regard to that gift? I'm talking about the gift of faith, faith in Jesus Christ. What this uh, faith is, is described in this uh, passage, which we've been working on for several days now, several weeks. And I'd like to read it to you and make you realize what an astonishing truth is being stated here. What then shall we say? This is Romans 8, verses 31 to 39. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter." Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord." Now, you can read this and you can say to yourself, what an amazing faith Paul had. No, don't do that. Rather say, what an amazing faith I have. Because this is a description of your faith. This is the gift that God has given to you. You know, when you see, when you read this passage, you realize and the the issue is settled that faith is not a stimulus of man's will. It does not come from human beings. Faith is a gift from God. And that you have been given it is one of the greatest treasures. I'm talking not about faith in anything. I'm talking about faith in Jesus Christ. That is a gift from God. And faith in Jesus Christ means exactly what it says here, that all things are now in our favor that even troubles work for good, and there is nothing that can possibly separate us from the love of God. Now, when you realize this then, and this gift of faith, you realize it is absolutely shocking and completely contrary to the state of your mind. Your mind is not your faith. Your spirit is the receptor of the gift of faith. And your spirit, with that gift of faith, redirects your mind. 
Now, that is an enormous challenge. It means that we are to look at the world and all the circumstances of our lives back to front uh, with a mirror image of them, as it were, inside out. We go to work, we experience all the stresses and troubles and disappointments of life, we come home, we face family issues, we have so many things facing us, all that seem to go wrong. And that we should be expected to believe that none of those things is against us, that everything is for us, for God is for us, and he will change the effects of the things that are against us so that they work in our favor, that is almost insanity. Well, it's not insanity, it is the greatest of sanities. Yet it seems to our mind to be so counterintuitive, so contradictory and stupid. But that is how we are to believe. So I want you to see that faith is a shock. It's like ice water in your warm body. It is like uh, something so foreign that you really don't know what to do with it. But when you begin, as you begin to realize what a great gift it is, you realize you've been given a million bucks. You realize you have been given eternity. So this calls upon us to reorder our minds. Faith reorders the mind. Now that takes training, but that's what faith does. It trains your mind. I've said this many, many times to you. You and I are so familiar with each other this way that you probably know what's coming. But I keep saying it because it has to be repeated so that we get it clearly. And I have to say it regularly to myself. That is, I have to bring my mind before God in prayer when it is upset and troubled and depressed and angry or disappointed over what has happened and turn all that over to God in faith that says, Father, nevertheless... I want to thank you and praise you for the circumstances that you've brought upon me and this disappointment or this trouble, this difficulty, because this is training my faith. And this is um, an opportunity for me to believe that you are turning the effects of this bad experience into good. Now, do you see that when we do that, we are speaking contrary to the way our mind would normally think. So faith, as I have said very often, gives health to the mind. Faith in Christ gives health to the mind. Faith in Christ tells us that we have access to the Father, that we have been introduced into his home, that there is no more judgment upon us, that we are no longer counted as sinners, that we are counted as if we were righteous in him, that the wrath, the judgment of God has been removed from us. He put it upon himself and took it as a burden away from us and upon him. We now believe that we are living in Christ's resurrection, which is the experience of eternal life even now. These are crazy ideas from the world's point of view. We are people who 
live as if pie in the sky were our real normal life. But no, this is not pie in the sky. This is reality in the kingdom of God. So, you see, as we believe this way, we are training our mind to be positive, to look up, to trust in God. And I don't mean positive thinking, the power of positive thinking. This is, that is wishful thinking, really. The power of positive thinking without Jesus Christ and the knowledge of all that he has done for us is sheer poppycock. But the power of positive thinking, when we understand it as the message of the gospel that has come to us by faith and has been gifted to us, then we really realize we have an instrument that is heavenly, that is non-earthly, that is not natural, that is a gift of the kingdom, and that enables us to interpret what is going on in our life in the proper way. Don't interpret your life by your circumstances, by whether you've had a failed life, by whether you've been a disappointment to yourself and to your family, by whether you've succeeded or not with your goals, by whether you're wealthy or not. All of these interpretations are puff and nonsense. The real interpretation of your life is determined by your faith relationship to God in Jesus Christ. If God has taken you through all kinds of trouble over many, many decades to get you to at last believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior and your eternal life, then that is your meaning. That is the meaning of your life. The world is trying to get you to think that success is determined by its standards, by whether you've passed this exam or that exam, by whether you've graduated, by whether you've gone to college or not, by whether you have a nice house and a good-looking clean car, or by whether, you have, whether you're married and have children or not, or by whether you uh, have so much uh, money in the bank, and by the prestige of your position at work. All of those definitions of success are, again, in the kingdom of God, nonsense. They are not to be disregarded, of course, they are to be respected, but they mean very little to us as Christians because God is spending all the time of our lives bringing us to a relationship with him. And if it takes hell and high water, if it takes ups and downs that are so shocking to us that they seem to suggest that we have failed in life, if it takes all of that to bring us to faith, then so be it. Failure is essential for the Christian because failure leads us to faith. Failure leads us to the emptiness of ourselves, to coming to the end of ourselves, to the despair of spirit, so that we say, Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And God lifts his hand towards us, touches our tongue, and gives us a coal of fire, as it were, that cleanses us. God then gives us faith. To have faith in Jesus Christ is the ultimate success.
to have faith on your deathbed, knowing that Jesus will receive you as you receive, take your last breath. That is success. Don't go by the world's vision of success. Don't bemoan yourself because your visions and dreams have not been fulfilled. Go before God and say, Father in heaven, even though this seems contrary to the way my mind thinks, I thank you so much for the gift of faith, this million-dollar gift that you have given me, the faith in Jesus Christ that enables me to know my position before you as right, as counted as righteous, as counted as resurrected, as freed from judgment, freed from the identity of sin, and freed from the condemnation of the law. Thank you so much, dear God, that this is who I am in you. When you understand this, you will realize that faith in Jesus Christ is giving you mental health. It is giving you eternal life. But mental health is a sweet little gift, isn't it, in the process? You don't have to take any more antidepressants. Yes, go off them slowly, I'm not telling you to go off them immediately. But you can lift your heart up in faith and that will be the greatest antidepressant of all, because Jesus is your joy. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is Colin Cook, and you are listening to How It Happens. You can hear the broadcast any time of the day or night on your smartphone. Simply download a free app, soundcloud.com or podbean.com, and key in How It Happens with Colin Cook when you get there. I wonder if you might consider uh, budgeting for a donation this month to the ministry because it's radio support, uh, listener-supported radio, and whether you might even consider a small donation each month. I'm not suggesting that you need to do that or have to do that, but if a, a monthly donation works for you, that would be so much appreciated. Please send your donation to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160, or make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. Thanks for all your donations. Thanks for your little notes. I appreciate it. See you next time, then. Cheerio, and God bless. <laughs>